This is Melissa Golden, and you're listening to Freedom in Numbers, and this is The Morning Mouthful. Good Thursday morning, July 16th, 2020. I don't have cable television, and I haven't had cable television in... Like four years. So I'm a little behind the curve on this one. But Burger King has a new commercial that apparently aired, they came out with yesterday to promote their new campaign to reduce their greenhouse gas emissions. I'm going to ask you for the next two ish minutes of your time to listen to their song in its entirety. I apologize if you've already heard it. The whole thing is sung by a host of children led by the most dapper young fellow in Fringe you have ever seen in your life. Give it a listen. When cows fart and burp and splatter, well, it ain't no laughing matter. They're releasing methane every time they do. And that methane from the rear atmosphere and pollutes our planet warming me and you yes and nothing that the past is a greenhouse gas that'll trap the sun's heat and change our climate too gee is it hot in here or is it just me so to change their emissions burger king went on a mission testing diets that would help reduce their farts that's a start Cow ain't farting. Must be me. Reducing methane, methane. And the formula is free and open source. So join it. Reducing methane, methane. Got the cow kids singing for a better world. Got the cow kids singing for a That about shuttered off so many times. I mean, it's it's like the cringiest, panderest video song. I mean, 30, sec- 30 seconds in, the children are stomping it and singing in rhinestone gas masks. I mean, it is just the weirdest. The kid starts the whole thing by coming out of a like saloon door in a cutout of a cow's butt. The whole thing is just... So unbelievably bizarre. And it is just lies on lies on misleading figures after misleading figures. So in the YouTube video of this commercial, Burger King has in their description some fun facts about uh, emissions and 
greenhouse gases and their initiative to to save the world uh, or to do their part to reduce our carbon footprint. And this is something that that companies have been working on for a while now, especially as as we get things introduced into the legislature, like the Green New Deal, where it would cost corporations billions of dollars to comply with things like that. A lot of them are trying to be proactive now in reducing those carbon footprints. I wouldn't be at all surprised if we actually see at some point a uh, a personal tax from the Fed or the state on your uh, individual greenhouse gas carbon footprint crap. Anyway, so one of the facts that they share is that livestock is responsible for up to 14.5% of global greenhouse gas emissions. So one of the world's largest industries is responsible for 14.5% of global greenhouse gas emissions. Now this is a global number and is from uh, some UN NATO facts. Now, although Burger King is part of a global conglomerate, including Tim Hortons and some others, uh, I'm going to call this an incredibly misleading figure. This this ad is obviously targeted at the United States. It's got the little yodeling boy who was, you know, viral a couple years ago, maybe just a year ago. Um but clearly marketed to the U.S. and shares global numbers instead of uh, U.S. numbers. So the U.S. numbers is that the U.S. produces over 20% of the world's beef and only 3% of estimated greenhouse gases, uh, making us pretty darn efficient already. Um, cattle production and, and milk production is significantly less efficient. Other places in the world we've already worked to to make strides in that area. And also keep in mind that these greenhouse gas figures, the 14.5% globally and the 3% domestically, these figures include equipment, uh, facilities, transportation, so tractors, semis, you know, everything that burns fossil fuels uh, or coal, which I don't know that there would be any coal, but you never know. Anyway, these figures will all include equipment, facilities, transportation, everything else. So so you're tackling 3% of greenhouse gas emissions and the cow farts are only like a really small percentage of that 3%. Now, they claim that lemongrass reduces cow's methane production by 33%. Uh, and they in this song, they say the scientists have proven it works. It works. Uh, the scientists have not proven that it works. Uh, this data came from two studies that were conducted, one at UC Davis and one at the Autonomous University of the State of Mexico. Um, now, Dr. Frank Mittlinger, a University of California Davis professor and generally regarded as one of the world's leading experts on air quality, uh, so the two studies that those two universities conducted, the two studies on lemongrass, he said the one conducted at UC Davis uh, had results that were completely inconclusive, which means they found no correlation between feeding cows lemongrass and uh, actually reduced methane. And the second one was, that was conducted in Mexico 
uh, they haven't even published their research, meaning that none of their materials or methods or anything has been peer-reviewed. Now, there wasn't any mention as to whether the Mexican study had actually given them this 33% number of reduction, uh, but it's not published. I'm, I'm just, hear me now, folks. Hear me now. Uh, if it is not peer-reviewed, if it is not published, it's until it's at that point, it is not a valid research study. Do not listen to it. Therefore, uh, Dr. Mittliner calls Burger King's promotion of lemongrass premature. So it does, the scientists have not proven that it works. Uh, no wonder I couldn't find the studies because neither is actually published data. There's something very wrong with that. That you, we have a, a, you know, incredibly widespread, incredibly large company that is basing an entire marketing program off of unpublished, unverified data. And now how they're doing it, this 33%, Burger King claimed that by adding 100 grams of dried lemongrass leaves to their cow's feed daily, they could achieve this 33%. So let's break this one down because 100 grams, obviously America doesn't really use the metric system. Um, so, so 100 grams is equal to about 0.22 pounds. So, um, like 20% of a pound ish, uh, a beef cattle consumes about 2% of their body weight or 24 pounds of food a day. Now, this addition of 100 grams of lemongrass equals out to about 0.92%. So just under 1% of their entire diet is going to be transferred over to lemongrass. And I'm not saying that they're wrong. I'm just saying that changing 0.92% of their diet and and saying that that is going to give us a 33% reduction in methane production. I mean, if that truly is the case, that is unbelievable numbers. To change less than 1%, imagine if you changed less than 1% of your diet. I mean, we're talking like half of a snack, if that. If you changed that 1% and you lost 10 pounds in the first month, it's crazy if that's actually true. I have my doubts. But I will give them credit where credit's due. Why lemongrass? So lemongrass is something that's been used herbally, naturally for absolutely forever as an antimicrobial. Um, It's actually really... Uh, beneficial in teas and swishing for cavities and tooth decay and things. Um, There was also a study that found that the essential oil of lemongrass can help protect the stomach lining against damage from aspirin and ethanols. It can help keep um, ulcers away. So, I mean, at least their logic, I'll, I'll give credit that it may be a good idea in principle. Uh, but Burger King said that it's currently working with partners in Ireland, Austri- Austria, 
Mexico and Brazil to expand the initiative and perform additional tests on the use of lemongrass. I guess they have to find someone who can give them actual results that fit their new narrative before anybody catches on. We got to get some actual data on this before anybody starts asking questions. And by far my favorite bit of this video at the very, very end of the commercial in the teeny tiny fine print down at the bottom, there is the note that Whopper burgers with reduced methane emissions beef to be sold while supplies last at select restaurants in Austin, Los Angeles, Miami, New York City, and Portland. How do you know it's pandering, folks? Well, when the reduced methane emissions Whopper is only offered in the most progressively liberal cities in the nation. And I tell you what, things like this are a major issue in advertising right now. Um... As a critique of libertarianism, many people ask, how will we keep businesses from doing shady stuff like this if we don't have government oversight? And I tell you, the answer is simple. Speak out loudly about all misinformation. Just speak out about stuff like this. Do your research. Look at the numbers. Don't just go, oh, great, they're saving the planet by... Tweaking cow farts. I'm God bless Bert. No. And also, if they keep doing shady stuff, like basing entire marketing campaigns on unverified scientific data, uh, stop being a customer. You know, I'm no longer a customer of Starbucks because they have um, pandered so hard to PETA and have allowed PETA a major market share on their board and decision making uh, committees. That I just, I don't have any desire to be a customer of Starbucks anymore. And with this crap, I don't think that I desire to be a customer of Burger King anymore either. No matter how good a Whopper may sound. Use your voice, folks, and have a great day. Hey, freedom-loving listeners. Thank you for being a part of this morning's mouthful. If you need a little more freedom in your day, feel free to check out our weekend edition of Freedom in Numbers. We'll see you tomorrow.